Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello and welcome to the next Pearls of Wisdom podcast. And this afternoon, I have the wonderful chance and opportunity to speak to the lovely Sharon Buckley of Queen of Tech. Now, I've known Sharon for a short time, but it feels like I've known her for so long. I've connected with her as soon as we first got to speak. We've got very similar um, likes. Her expertise is fantastic. So I thought I would love for the listeners to start to listen to Sharon, see exactly what she can offer. I'd say get a piece paper and a pen and write all this down because this lady is phenomenal and you're going to want to speak to her after this podcast. So leaves me to say welcome Sharon. Hi Pearl, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here and thank you for that lovely introduction. Right, it is a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this one because because <laughs> we're both tech. It's quite nice. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Right, I will without more ado, I'll start with the first question. Can you describe your career path to date, please? I can. Um, it's a very varied one, so I'll try and keep it brief because we haven't got all day. But um, after I did my A-levels, I fell into insurance. Um, it's a case of hit the world with your CV and see who comes back first. Um, so I did that and I was um, I worked for General Accident that then became Norwich Union and Aviva for 10 years and I worked my way up to a senior management level and by the time I took voluntary redundancy I was a sales manager for the South of England. <clears throat> um, but I'd had enough by then. We'd had to apply for our job so many times with all the, the different sort of like mergers and everything else and I'd been watching a program um all about sort of like renovating houses it was called property ladder I don't know if you remember it but I decided I wanted to buy a property and, and renovate it so I took my redundancy money set up a property development company um bought a house and and renovated it sold it on bought another one built another one onto the side of it and then hubby decided to take redundancy and and join me so that was in 2003 um so i've been self-employed since then and running um a successful company with hubby but when my daughter came along in 2005 i stepped away from um the construction side and purely went office based um and then decided that I loved being a mum so much that I was going to become a childminder so I could earn some income whilst being at home with her. Um, so, yeah, she, um, I childminded for eight years, um, got Ofsted Outstanding twice in a row, um, and then I had a calling to become a foster carer. So we became a, a family that fostered. Um, and we had a, a baby boy, he came at two days old, and we had him for 18 months, and we moved him on to adoption, so that was wonderful, but unfortunately that had a, a negative impact on me, and I had a breakdown, um, and so I sort of like had two years out of, well, not just work, but life in general, I think, I couldn't cope with much at all, um, but when I um, I came back into uh, the land of the living, I set up as a, a virtual assistant because I didn't want to work with children anymore. It was too painful. Um, and I quickly became a tech-based VA because of all the, the skills that I'd developed through running my own business since 2003. And um, in the last 18 months, that's transpired to me becoming a, a tech trainer. Um because that's where my skills aligned. I was training when I was um, back with Norwich Union. Um, 
and I've used so much tech throughout my own career of running my own business. So I built my first website back in 2003. Um, so when Google had only just launched, uh, there was no YouTube to go and watch YouTube videos to copy what they do. Um, yeah, and it's been a case of trial and error and a few training courses since then. But um, yeah, I'm quite happy at home exploring new systems and I seem to have a knack for breaking them down and um, and teaching others how to use them as well. So that's what I do. Oh, that is brilliant. You have had <laughs> such a phenomenal career already and there's so much still to come as well. I know. Oh, inspirational. That's the one word I'd say, inspirational. It really is. <laughs> I kind of, um, I've been described before as a chameleon in that I can see opportunities um, and I tend to put my skills into things that I'm passionate about and know what I can do that suit my lifestyle and our family at the time. But I can also see the niches where things will work. Um, mm. So I've, I think I've been quite lucky that I can think outside the box in that way. And that's got me to, to where I am today. So it's, what, 17 years of, of running my own business. So I must be doing something right. So. Con- congratulations. <laughs> You're doing an awful lot, right? <laughs> right. Moving on from there, can you name three things that made you choose your current career and why? Now, you've probably maybe touched on bits of that, but what three things would you say really stand out? I'm really passionate about helping others. That's been throughout my sort of like career, particularly with the childminding and the fostering. It's just built within me. It's something that I have to do. If I don't do it, I don't feel right. It's not me. Um, I also love the tech and like I explained, you know, I, I have a knack of breaking it down and, and training it. So being able to, to help people that are particularly women in business who I can see are so passionate about what they do and they really want to succeed. I know that I've got those skills to help them do that. Um, and so I can break it down and train them and show them how to use these systems, what systems to use, what order to use them in. And that also fulfills my passion of needing to, to help others. So it, it's just been a perfect fit and it's wonderful. I love it. Brilliant. And again, listeners, this is where you take your pen and paper and you make note of all these. See, these are all the ways that Sharon could help you. <laughs> Right. What would you say are the key values? Sorry, what key values does your business offer you? Okay, so it definitely brings me joyfulness. Um, you know, just being able to to work with all these wonderful, passionate business women day in day out, and and share their journey and listening to their inspiring stories. Um, you know, they inspire me. They they help me get up in the morning, and you know, it is truly, truly joyful. Um, I think being in business, it it helps me to be fearless. Um, There's so much you can hide from um, in these days. You know, I've I've had a few sort of like knockbacks in the past, but when you've got people out there that that need your help, it helps you to show up every day and and just get out there and do your thing. And, yeah, and I'm fearless because I've got a business that gives me purpose um, and makes me get out there. And another thing is freedom. Um, my tech business is is running purely online and it has been way before COVID-19 reared its ugly head. Um, that's why I've been able to help um, so many business women over the last sort of like couple of months get their businesses up and running online because I've been doing it myself. Um, I'm teaching the systems and the processes that I'm using day in day out so it's not new it's not something that I've just put together purely because of the the pandemic Um, so it offers me freedom because I can work from anywhere Um, I can work from in the garden I can work in the office I can work in the lounge I can work around my family so I've got a 14 year old here who I'm having to homeschool as well Um, so yeah it's just perfect and I love every second of it brilliant and I think the listeners, I can hear the passion in your voice and I'm sure that the listeners will. And that's where you really know someone's going to do a good job. If you can hear the passion when someone speaks about it, you know they're going to put that passion into the work as well. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Right. This one, I always put this question is in almost as something that is 
out the ballpark sort of thing just to make people think but what keeps you awake at night (laughs) (laughs) um nowadays i'd say very little going back a few years before i worked on um, myself and i've done a lot of personal development and professional development over the last like two three years um i used to have very sleepless nights and occasionally I still do, and it's usually if I'm anxious about something, anxious about a situation. So I know, Pearl, we've had this discussion, but um, my hubby has been at home um, for the last two months on lockdown, but he had to go back to work this week in London. Um, so I have had a couple of sleepless nights this week, worried about him going out into London, um, picking up the illness and bringing it back home and, and everything else. But I've um, I've overcome that now. I've I've um, sort of like released my fears and I think it was fear of the unknown and we've stepped out into that sort of like uncomfortable zone out of our comfort zone and um, it's becoming the new normal so yeah all good and I'm sleeping again (laughs) anxiety I think is the biggest thing yes well it's good to know that everything's okay but that that COVID-19 I mean it's changed the way everyone works it really has and as Absolutely. long as as long as keep, people are keeping safe and well, that's all we can hope for. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Right. I, I think you've touched on some of this. Where and how do you work best? <laughs> so creatively, it's wherever um, my mind feels free to roam. So... I put a post on um, in my group yesterday that uh, I'd been sitting at my computer trying to put a sales page together and it was like the blinking cursor of doom on the screen. I was sitting there, writer's block, couldn't think of anything and I'm like, oh God. So I just shut it down and thought, no, I'm going to sit outside, went outside with a notebook in the garden, watching the dogs play, birds sing, it was lovely and warm. And uh, the inspiration came. So quite quickly, I had four pages of notes there. Um, when I'm in the bath as well, I tend to get lots of ideas. Um, and also, if I go to bed thinking of a problem, I usually wake up with a with an answer or a solution or an idea. So that's kind of how I work well creatively. If I need to get my butt in gear and actually get some work done, as in I need to build a sales page for someone or a website or need to plan for the program that I'm delivering, the training that I'm running, I have to do that at my desk and I need a deadline. Otherwise, it won't get get done. Um, So, yeah, so I have to be really strict if it's it's, uh, more than just the creative juices flowing. But, yeah, that's me, I guess that's good it's good to know and I think we all have different ideas the way we work best and it's always well again for the listeners you know then that Sharon's going to do that work and everything if you give her a deadline that you want something done you know yep it's going to be done definitely and I tell my clients that as well I ask when do you need this delivered when's it got to be launched by so that I know exactly how long I've got and also if someone says I need it tomorrow and I know I can't do that I'll tell them but I will bust a gut trying to to help people as much as possible now that's a true professional and again listeners take note because you'll find a lot of people that will try and sell you something but then they can't deliver this lady can deliver so make sure you take note Yeah, because the last thing I want is to be laying awake at night feeling anxious that I've promised to do something (laughs) and I can't do it. (laughs) Right, now this is the bit I've been looking forward to, is what tools do you use that makes your work life easier? Is this where we get techie? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so if I break it down, so... Each day I use my Google Calendar. I couldn't be without it. It's got everything blocked in there. Um, I use Calendly to book in and schedule appointments with people that I'm working with. Um, And that's one of the systems that I teach clients as well. So you can sort of like schedule schedule client appointments that that suit you both and you can take payment through it and things like that. Um, 
Facebook is where I tend to do the majority of my marketing, um, social media, networking, things like that. Um, my ideal client, which is um, sort of like ladies in business who typically are running like coaching and therapy businesses and a specialists like yoga teachers, um, they tend to be mainly in, on Facebook. So I'm more comfortable there. So I use Facebook a lot. Um, Zoom, obviously, this is where we are now. I couldn't live without Zoom. Um, it also gives me the option to um, take over desktop control um, of my client's PC. So if we need to do something technical and they can't quite work out how to do it, I'll go in and, and take over the computer and they can see what I'm doing as we go through and I'll actually run through it while I explain what I'm doing. Um and I know one that you're really passionate about that I introduced you to, Pearl, is T4S. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Sorry, I will let you carry on, but yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love T4S. This is a platform that allows you to build sales funnels and sales pages to advertise your products and services to take payment, um, to get it out there in front of your clients. Um, it also allows you to build membership sites and courses. Um, it's built and developed by a guy called Simon Goodchild, who is based in the UK. Um, he is absolutely fantastic. His customer service is out of this world. You can also build websites on it. All of the hosting is included. You don't have to worry about SSL certificates, which I know some people have come to me saying, what on earth are they? How do I get them? You don't need to worry. And it's the easiest system that I know how to teach, really. So I love it. I wouldn't <laughs> be without it. I've been using it for two years. So, yeah, and I know you're uh, enjoying it too, oh, Pearls. I am. You shared, you shared with me a simple sales page. Well, it was supposed to be a lead magnet to take emails, which I turned yeah. into a sales page. <laughs> and then once I was let loose, the first thing I built was an online course. I went straight in at the deep end and I love it. <laughs> it was so easy, so intuitive. The fact that, like you say, you can integrate Stripe, which is what I'd say one of the best merchant accounts out there. And you yeah. know that it's going to work. It works well. Love yeah. it. I can't, I can't say enough. And I've spoken to Simon when I had a few problems with JavaScript and he said, I haven't seen this. And I'm afraid we had a very techie Zoom call then because it was quite yeah. nice to share things. But yes, uh, yes, thank you. That's all I can say is thank oh, you no, for introducing me. <laughs> yeah. And um, some of the ladies that have been working with me and I've been, um, teaching them how to use T4S and, and building stuff for them in T4S. They are so impressed and they absolutely love it. And watching their progress as well from where they started it to like, oh, my God, I can't use that system. Like, that looks so complicated. To by the end of the training session, they're like, oh, that's really easy. And they're producing phenomenal stuff. And I'm so yeah. proud of them. It fills my heart with pride. And, yeah, it's great. And I just love this system absolutely love it so that's one of my top top tools um on top of that stripe you mentioned that is the payment platform that i use it links with t4s it links with calendly um so it's easy to take your payments um canva i use canva um to make my sort of like posts for social media um little bits i want to put on the website my um Queen of Tech logo was was made on Canva, um, so yeah, so that's a, that's another plus that I use and go through with my clients. And probably the last one that I really use every day is Trello, um, which is um, I don't know if you use it, Pearl. I'm sure you've heard of it, but for those of you who don't, it's um, sort of like a management tool that you can share with. Um, clients and your team members you have boards on there it's a bit like a, a pin board with lists of tasks yeah. that need to be done you can put deadlines on there um, and it helps keep me on track so once a week I do a brain dump into there and then sort it into the tasks that have, have got to be done um, but I've also put together some social media content on there and I share that with um, my clients who are working with me on um, one of my programs which is 
getting them online and launching so that they get some content prompts and ideas um, because that's a, a place that they really get stuck. So, um, yeah, Trello, I love it. And um, I think it's a, a really good tool. It is. So, yeah. Oh, I must admit, I like Trello. I know within a lot of my corporate clients, they use that, especially for Kanban. If they're doing an agile project and they're using agile methodology, they use Trello as a Kanban and we stand around that and we actually do that and almost run a scrum straight afterwards in Trello. And one of the things, you can't beat that. Yeah. It is brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So there, I guess they're my, my main tools that I... I use, and then you've got the standards. I'm I'm a Mac user, so um, and I so I tend to use like um, I mainly use Google Docs, Google Sheets, and, and things like that on my Google Drive. And yeah, but they're the they're the main ones. Yep, I do. This just another quick question, if you don't mind. I know it's not on what we prepared. It's just yeah. what is your favourite website <laughs> platform to work with? So my favourite is definitely WordPress, and that yeah. is WordPress.org and not .com. There's a very slight difference in the .com. Yes, they provide you with um, the hosting and more some templates, but you are restricted in um, how you can adapt that. So I use WordPress.org. I use SiteGround for hosting my WordPress websites. But the theme I use is called Divi, and that's provided by Elegant Themes. And that is um, a nice, easy way to build a website whilst you're able to see what you're building rather than being a techie and building it in the back end and then having to look at what it looks like. Um, and so if someone comes to me and says, I need to build a website, can you teach me how? I say, yes, of course. Let's do my build a website in a day course. And we go start to finish um, setting it all up using WordPress.org with the Divi theme. Yeah. And I tend to agree with you. I think, yeah, WordPress.org, definitely my favourite platform. Drupal, although it's open source, is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. You need to be really, really tech savvy and a true developer for yeah, Drupal. Yeah. So, yes, I'd say WordPress. Through. Now, Divi, I've only started looking at that because I've used things like Enfold and similar templates previously. And, of course, with government, they do bespoke templates. But a lot of the government sites start off as WordPress before it went to GovUK. It was WordPress, yeah. so yes. So, so that was just me adding a tech question. It was just nice to yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so Divi, that's, that's a, a definite for me. And if you ever want a, a tour, then just let me know and uh, we can do a screen share on that. Right. So. Thank you. Thank you. I will move on. I'll get back to the actual You're questions welcome. I sent you now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, where were we? How did we just done tools what would you have done differently in your life if you'd known then what you know now see that is a really interesting question and I know I've had some of these questions previously to, to think about but I honestly wouldn't change anything um, my experiences have shaped my life today they're why I am me um, and if I hadn't of if I hadn't have gone into insurance, I wouldn't have met my husband. I wouldn't have had my daughter. Um, if I hadn't have been a foster carer, I wouldn't have suffered a breakdown and depression, which meant I wouldn't appreciate the things that I have in my life now and the passion that I have in my life now. Um, I would say that everything that has happened in my life, um, I'm grateful for. Um, yeah, I'm very happy, and and so I'm grateful for everything that I've experienced and everything that I have. That is wonderful, yeah. and I always love it when people say that because it shows you're definitely on the right path. The fact that you're happy with yeah. the way you've gone, you know it's the right place, therefore you're delivering and of service uh, exactly the best way that you possibly can. Yeah. Which, I, yeah. um, yes, Thank you. I always love it when I get results like that. 
I'm a, I'm a very firm believer in that I am sort of like guided on a on a path and uh, yeah there's just a pull from inside and I I trust my intuition and, and follow it so yeah Yes, I keep, most people that know me, I keep using this S word, synchronicity. And everything yeah. you're saying is coming through. And the people I'm speaking to, I'm hearing like whole sentences where it's the same. And that's where I'm knowing the people I'm connecting to now are the right people. And that's where, like I said at the beginning, we've known each other a short time, but I feel a real strong connection and it's great. I am loving this yeah. interview. Yeah. I'm learning so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, no, thank you so much for having me here. I'm loving it too. It's great. <laughs> and um, I agree with what you're saying. I'm sort of like, the people that I'm working with, they feel the same way. So it's yeah. like we're, we're attracting each other. Yeah. Um, and it's so heartfelt. And it's I think that's what makes what I do so joyful is because I'm working with the people that I know that I'm supposed to be working with and yeah it's it's great brilliant brilliant right I'm going to move on to the next question what is your biggest challenge and why (laughs) my biggest challenge is staying on track um my mind although I tell people to close tabs down on their computers my mind doesn't run that way and I've got about 50 million open at once um and so I I jump from one thing to another I've got so many notebooks with wonderful ideas in and I what I actually need to do is to sit down and actually work through each idea one by one and start getting that content out to my clients and things like that but it's like I'll have another good idea and then I'll start working on that and then I'll have another good idea and then I'm like no you really need to go back to this and start delivering so yeah staying on track because my my mind tends to wander but that's good that's almost that's that's the sure sign of a creative isn't it if your mind's constantly thinking of different things so that's the positive out of it as well yeah yeah definitely I'm never short of an idea and and that works with my clients as well because when we're having a brainstorm on our training sessions I come up with so many ideas and it's like all these that you can see the little light bulbs going off in their brains and it's like (laughs) oh yeah um Oh, I guess that's just me. That's how my brain works. But it can be a drawback when I need to, to get something <laughs> done. It's like you'll, you'll go into the kitchen and my husband will say, um, I suppose you got distracted while you were unloading the dishwasher or loading it. And it's all sort of like half open and they'll be like washing sort of like <laughs> half done. And it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I got distracted. So, yeah, that's just me. No, I'm exactly the same. But when you said about the dishwasher, I'm thinking I'm exactly the same. And the, the people that have said to me, fellas I've been with, that said, women are supposed to multitask. And I say, yeah, but I, I can multitask in a different room and then come back to do that. That's definitely me, That is definitely me. <laughs> so funny. Right, now this question. I always love this because already I can see a fantastic personality and person in front of me. But how do you want to be remembered? Well, um, as someone who's compassionate, I deeply care about others and making sure that their their well-being is met and that, that they're happy. And I don't like seeing anyone in need. So, yeah, um, definitely compassionate. Um, I'd like to be known that I have a strong sense of integrity. Um, if I say I'm going to do something, then I will. I can't bear people who might will do a big sell and say, yeah, come and work with me. I'm going to do this. We'll do that. And then they don't deliver. I mean, I've been burnt several times myself on buying training courses and, and working with people. And that really, really drives me insane so um I'm a very honest and true person and and that's how I'd like to be perceived by others um and sincere as well um yeah so compassionate sense of integrity and sincere I think well definitely that comes through already (laughs) 
definitely and to the listeners you must hear it the way Sharon's sharing the information and as we're getting to know her all those those values are already there they're true and strong already so yes it's good to hear thank you 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 get it in your head that that's how you want to be you don't always sometimes you need someone to hold that mirror back and reflect it back don't you so thank you thank you right as a child what did you want to be and how close to that dream are you now i'm a million miles away from that dream now um from a young age, I wanted to be a police officer. That was 100% what I wanted to do. That's all I wanted to do from a, a very young age. Um, at 16, after I'd done my um, GCSEs, um, I wanted to become a cadet. Cadets didn't exist anymore, so I went on to do A-levels. After A-levels, I applied for the police force and was told to go and get some life experience. So I went and found a job in insurance um, and I applied again and um, got to the point where we were doing the fitness things and I fell down the stairs and bust my knee up um, to the point that it was thought I was going to have to have a a knee replacement. Um, And so that kind of went out of the window. Um, So I never got in the police force having thought about it now with where I am in my life and the fact that I've run my own business since 2003, I would probably say that I'm feral and unemployable by um, an actual employer because I like to do things um, my own way to a certain extent. I don't like being told what to do. Um, so I don't think I would have got on to well with the authority of, of working at the police force. Having said that, my 14-year-old is now a police cadet um, and wants to go in the police force. So so maybe he will end up doing that. We will see. (laughs) There's that word. There's that synchronicity again, isn't there? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And she's loving it. Although with with COVID, cadets is currently uh, closed. But, uh, yeah, she absolutely loves it. So watch this space. <laughs> that that is lovely it's, and it's so interesting to see the process you've gone down as um exactly mapping out exactly where it is and what you're doing and where you said about the way you like to work now I can so relate that's why I like working for myself and contracting because I can go in yeah. deliver something great go away again yeah. and deliver something great somewhere else if I was yeah. doing the same thing every day, I think it would drive me nuts. <laughs> yeah, and me. I, I love the variety. I love working with so many fabulous people. But on the flip side of that, there have been some people who, who have come to work with me and I've just thought, no, we're not right. Yeah. Um, and so we haven't ended up working together. But you don't get that flexibility when you're employed, do you? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I certainly don't do well at being told what to do when people's values uh, are not aligned with with mine yeah um, so yeah so I think I'm definitely best placed in in what I'm doing now and being able to help the people that that want, want my support yeah. So, yeah. And, and you are you yeah. your offerings in the right yeah you're offering so much to so many great people so yeah Yes, definitely. Stay where you are, Sharon. Stay where you are because so many people. (laughs) Now, this one I throw in because I am a book lover. I am the geekiest book lover that will wear a ton of shoes. This is me. If I've got things that I love, it's tech, it's books and it's shoes. So I've thrown this in. Can you name three titles of your favourite books and why you've chosen them? I can. So I'm going to cheat with the first one and say all of the Harry Potter series <laughs> because as far as I'm concerned, that's one big story. Yep. Um, and I have chosen that because I absolutely adored those books. And I cried when I read the last one because there was no more. 
Um, my lovely creative mind took me away to the most magical places. Um, and I, I was a character in that story. I was there with them. And uh, yeah, so that's one of the, the nicest series of books I've read, I think, that's uh, taken me away from reality. And yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Absolutely loved it. So definitely all of the Harry Potters. Um, the most one of the sort of like more recent books I've, I've read and I've recommended this to so many people now is The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Um, I don't know if you've you've read that, but um, it's the story of the the guy who was the tattooist in Auschwitz and was tattooing the number on the arms of uh, the people who came in, and it's a true story. And it's absolutely harrowing, and uh, yeah, it it just touched me um, to the extent that I I am desperate to go to Auschwitz and and just pay my respects and 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 just to sort of like appreciate the history and make sure it's not forgotten really um so that book was incredible um and the third title i've chosen is pride and prejudice um i read this book for the very first time and i did my a-levels um and i absolutely fell in love with mr darcy um and the, the, the whole story and i've read it so many times um, and every time there's a Pride and Prejudice adaptation, either on TV or film or whatever, I'm, I'm there. Um, I just absolutely, absolutely love it to bits. So, yeah, a strange choice maybe. And, um, you know, I read a lot of vampire books <laughs> and um, things of magical world books and things like that. But um, when I looked at your questions, Pride and Prejudice just popped into my mind and I thought, yeah. Now I can still quote the, the opening title to opening lines book. So yeah, definitely that's definitely had a had a mark on me. Uh, I love all of those. Definitely agree. Now I'm getting a theme with all the people I'm interviewing. Harry Potter is coming up. The yeah. Tatterist of Auschwitz, you've got I've I'm gonna have to read that. When you were talking about it, I was getting chills and I thought I was gonna cry just already just talking about it it sounds I can remember as a kid I read one of the Reader's Digest condensed books and it was about the violin stop playing and it was the gypsies that played the violins as they went into um the gas chambers and I'm going cold thinking about and already yeah, that is it is and so yes yeah. I've got to got to and when it comes to yeah. Pride and Prejudice I did my degree in English. So from all the tech, it's English that I did. So I love that. But I go into the linguistics and the way it was written and how the words go together. Yeah. So when you've got well-written prose, you cannot yeah. beat it. So where you've brought that up, phenomenal. Love all the choices you've put there. <laughs> This just cements that the universe has put us together for a reason, really. Doesn't it, it does. You <laughs> see, this is where I say the S word again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 100%. Right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Following on from the books, this is might come from there, might be a completely different tangent, but who would you say are your key influencers and why? Okay, I'm going to have to say the main one is probably my dad. Um, and that's because growing up, he always worked so hard, but he's always been an entrepreneur. He's always run his own business. And so I think I get my work ethic and my entrepreneurial spirit and ideas from him. Um, and I don't think I would necessarily have braved the um, self-employed world back in 2003 had I not have seen my dad running his own business and be successful um, and the benefits that we had. So like in the summers, um, he was able to take four weeks off so that we could travel to France and spend four weeks in France in the summer holidays. Um, just watching the way that he was sort of like passionate about what he did and, um, and the things that he was able to provide for our family and that, shaped me into thinking I want that as well and I will have more flexibility 
if I run my own business. Um, and that was a key influencing point for me, for me taking that step 17 years ago. So definitely my dad. Um, and I would say now my clients, they are so, so huge in, in the influence that they provide me. Um, the, the bravery, some of their stories are absolutely incredible. Um, they inspire me with their journey um, and being able to see how they're helping others. Um, ripple effect comes up very often um, and to feel part of that ripple effect and the things that they're able to help others do is absolutely phenomenal. So yes, they they are definitely a, a big influence on me. Um, they are the reason I do what I do and, and get up every day to do it. So yeah. That, that is great. I'm almost crying when you were saying about your dad. It was wonderful. And again, it is because when I interviewed Stephanie Thompson, she said her parents, and if I was asked, I'd say my dad. It's exactly, it's, it's, they're fantastic, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know if I asked my dad that question, he'd say that his dad was his influence because my um, granddad had his own cobbler's shop, so he was self employed. Um, and he ended up, he didn't go to war because he was conscripted to repair all the army boots. Um, and so he'd always been self-employed. And I think that's why my dad became self-employed, because he'd seen his dad do it. Um, so, yeah, so a long, a long string of self-employed uh, family members there. <laughs> and, true but, yeah, it's nice. and true influencers as well. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And... Listeners, now I can feel it and I'm sure you'll feel it as you're listening. The connection that Sharon and I have got, I've said this on a lot of these interviews, the energy on this call I think is brilliant and I'm hoping that the listeners will feel that as well because this lady knows her stuff. She's got such a width and depth and breadth of what she can share with us and this, the knowledge you're sharing is just wonderful. It really is. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Right, now this one, this is my longest question and it takes me, it's a mouthful to get out so we see how we go with this. If you could share a great meal with anyone, alive or dead, what would the meal be and who would it be with? Yeah, that's an easy one. That would be my grandparents. And it would be, um, I'm all up here. <laughs> my nan's roast oh. dinner. Oh. Oh. I had uh, many wonderful years with my grandparents. I'd spend a lot of school holidays there. Um, and my nan used to make the best roast dinner. <laughs> so if I could go back, I would. <laughs> Oh, Sharon, that is so... I'm going to start now. This is... It's so, so special. And again, it's reinforcing so many of my guests are saying family members. And also, it's the roast dinner. It's roast dinner or Christmas dinner or something like that. And that shows how special, special you are and how special your family are. It really does. Yeah, I haven't haven't had a break that Bruce didn't like it since. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her heart. And I know oh, that dear. yes, and family will be looking down, and they'll be joining us in this call. I'm sure of oh, it. Yeah. I'm sure they're here <laughs> on this call. I'm getting goosebumps just saying that. It's again, it's yeah. that energy and the support that you've got whilst you're on the call and everything. It's yeah. Yes, my my granddad is very often around, bless him. No. <laughs> yes, yes. I didn't mean to make you cry. I feel bad about oh, that. Oh, no, well, I didn't expect to. That was an unexpected bit of emotion there, so. <laughs> it's good, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least you're not putting the, uh, the video out. It's just going to be audio. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh, I've just got this wonderful view of such a happy family round a table and all I keep seeing is crispy roast potatoes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, her roast potatoes were absolutely phenomenal. They were cooked in lard, the, the really healthiest substance in the world, but they were so crispy. They were all broken up um, and, like, really sort of, like, cooked down, so they were really fluffy inside and loads of, like, crispy bits on the outside. Oh, absolutely divine. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, my mouth's watering. Yeah. <laughs> My mouth watering <laughs> thinking about that. <laughs> now I'm going to say to the audience, to the listeners, this is when you get all the nuggets. As we move, are you okay to move on with this? Yeah, so, yep, yeah, yep. absolutely. These are the nuggets that you write down. I will make sure that I add all this information into the description and links. But these next two questions is where I get how you can connect with Sharon, where you can go and everything. So, Sharon, what services or items do you offer to your clients or customers? Okay, so I've mentioned before that I work with women who run their own businesses so that's mainly coaches and therapists and, and specialists, like I say, yoga teachers and things like that. But it's not, not only who I work with, that's just the people who tend to come to me. Um, and so those business women are very often confused and frustrated by tech, so much so that it drives them insane um, and they are ready to give up on what they're doing. Um, and obviously I don't want them to give up because they've got so much to offer their own clients. So um, I help by serve, um, solving the tech roadblocks that they end up coming across. Um, and I support them to confidently run their own businesses online um, so that they can feel their own passion um, and serve the people that they know that they've been put on this, this earth to serve. Um and I provide a combination of training and support packages um, and also done-for-you services. So, for example, um, if you're sitting at your computer and you just can't work out why you can't get Calendly working and why it won't link up to a payment or you're trying to build a sales page and you just don't know where to start, then you can book in a power hour with me and... Um, that 60 minutes is like we get so much done um, and it's done with you training. So it's not a case of, oh, can you do this for me? You actually have the knowledge and the skills to go forward. That's one of my most popular offerings because it's just as and when you need it. Um, I run a program that's called Goals, which is stands for Get Online and Launch with Sharon. Um, there are so many wonderful business women out there who've got so many fantastic ideas. What they're stuck with is how to get those ideas into a format that um, they can put out online um, so they can attract the client that, that they want to be attracting. They don't know what systems to use. And if they have an idea of what systems to use, they don't know how they all speak to each other and in what order they need to use them. So my goals program takes you right through from identifying your ideal client exactly who they are, not not a generalised term. We actually name them, find a photo of them. Um, we then look at what it is you're going to offer that person so that we just get a, a baseline of, of what it is so you, you're not having a scattergun approach of you can do absolutely everything. It's, it's like focusing and niching down. Um, we work on Facebook and how to align the the profiles um, to help people find you and how to do your social content to, to get your ideal client into your group. Um, we set up all the systems, so um, we go right through from Calendly um, and working out Zoom and um, setting up Stripe and a brief view of Canva and all the things that you need to, to run your business smoothly and effectively, and these are all systems that I use every day um, and then the last two weeks of the program we actually go in and build a sales page live so you get to um, use T4S learn how to use T4S 
understand what a sales page is, understand what a sales funnel is. And at the end of the six week course, you end up with your business fully aligned. You can um, go out confidently and professionally to find your ideal client. Um, they can book in with you and you can show them your sales page and get them onto your paid service. So that's goals. Um, I'm also in the process of setting up, and this is something that I need to pull myself back to do because I've come up with so many other ideas, um, a monthly tech support service. So um, people will pay a monthly membership fee and they will get um, tech support as and when they need it. Um, and that will include a half an hour power session every month um, for training or advice or, or whatever. Um, so I'm working on that at the moment and um, the other thing that has been requested so many times that I'm now putting together is a done for you sales page service um, so people haven't got the time haven't got the inclination haven't got the creative side or the vision of putting together all the the colors and, and everything else so um, I've had a few people who who've said can you just build this sales page for me so I'm actually going to roll that out as a, um, a service and um, I am very oh, basically I'm, I'm an empath I think so I can absorb a lot of energies from people and I things feel right to me so I kind of use that in the way I build stuff so when someone explains to me what they want how they want it to look I ask them how it's going to feel so when I'm looking for pictures and images and things like that I know that the ones I'm putting in are right and so what I did a couple of weeks ago for a lady she's like oh my god that first photo you put in she said I couldn't have wished for anything better and because I found it and I knew in my heart it felt right so may seem a bit woo and a bit weird, but no, <laughs> these no. are the kind of people that I'm working <laughs> with and it, and it works. Um, and sort of like the last main one that um, several people um, want me to do is teach them how to build a website. Um, they don't want to be going to a web designer and just say, can you do this? They want to be part of it. They want to know how to do it. They want to know how to update it themselves. They want to be proud that they've gone in and, and built it themselves. They want to know how they can update it going forward and like it's theirs. Um, they And so that's another service that I offer. So they're kind of the main things that, that I do really. Um, and I've got my Facebook group and I do free tech clinics in there and chat about all sorts of random rubbish. But it seems to be a, an engaged and happy group. So <laughs> it's working well. I love your Facebook group and the stuff where I don't always oh, get time to jump in as much as I'd like to. Last few weeks, it's been quite busy, but I do. I try and yeah. jump in when I can. And the questions you ask, and I think, wow, God, why did I think of that? And it really is. It really gets people engaged. It's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, and it's been really good because recently people have felt comfortable to start asking questions when they're stuck with tech. Yeah. So they'll just post a question on the wall and, and then I can go in and um, I've been told I probably give too much, but I would rather do that. Um, so I'll screenshot and jump on Zoom if necessary <laughs> and things like that. But that's me. I need to help people. Um, yeah, and you, you'll probably see some random sort of like um, videos that I've made of my dogs um, yes. with a random app that I movie. We've just filmed the great escape. So, yeah, it's a, all a bit of a laugh. But, yeah, it's good. It's a good place. To, I like it there. I think it's a good place to hang out. So It is. It's, and everything you've explained so far, brilliant. And I can vouch, like I've said, all the way through this, Sharon knows her stuff. And if you listen to all these services, I mean, they're just a godsend. They're brilliant. So make sure, like we said, Sharon will share all the details with me. And in the description to this podcast, I will make sure all the links are there so you can reach out and connect with Sharon and see just how she can help you in your business. Sorry, did I, sh did I cut you short? no you didn't no not at all that was kind of it <laughs> there's loads more festering up here but i need to rein it back in and <laughs> just concentrate on these for now one thing i would ask you where you said about um the monthly thing where you're adding the tech support 
Could you do that? As, could you do that as a retainer for small businesses? Because I'm thinking of the listeners, depending on what work they do, that would be a lovely service to share. Is it something you consider? How do you mean? So the the monthly tech support. Yeah. So yeah, if you so, looked at um, yeah. So the minute it's it's going to be a case of it was called um, the tech department, but I've kind of called it Queen of Tech um, support instead. Um, so basically, it's if you get stuck with anything, you can ring me up. So it's a bit like when you used to work in corporate and you needed a tech department. If it's any of the, the systems that I cover, which is fairly obvious with for my clients, what I offer, um, then they can ring me up or it message me and, and get support with that. So um, with the small businesses, it depends what sort of thing. Well, most of the people I work with are small businesses, yeah. so that's kind of what it is. But um, you get half an hour a month as, a, as the power session um, with the um, proviso that if you just want it done and out of the way and you don't want to deal with it yourself, you can say, Sharon, can you just sort that out so it's done and off my desk, please? Um, so that's something that, that I can do. So yeah, basically anyone who's like can sign up for that, um, providing they're sort of like a female in this. <laughs> uh, my, my ideal client. It sounds really awful, and I love men. You know, I'm I'm happily married and everything else, but men don't tend to like women being good at tech. I've found oh. a lot of the guys that I've worked with. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is why I've gravitated towards working with women in business because one, they can see that I've been on a very similar journey to them, and also I understand them and we bond together. Um, I built a website for a guy not so long ago, and it was a case of I felt almost. I don't know, I just didn't get the right vibe. I just didn't gel so much. And it was almost like, you know, how can this, this girl sort of like know no more than me about tech sort of thing? So so yeah, so that's 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 why I work with, with business women particularly. So so yeah, any small businesses that um, that need tech support could most definitely sign up for that service. And when I've built the sales page definitely because i will put that out through all my networks because yes it's fantastic service now we're coming (laughs) (laughs) right i can't believe it we're actually at the very last question the time has just flown past this is where you get to really shout and let us know do you have any special offers at present that the listeners can just jump on and grab? Not at this specific second, but if you join my Facebook group, which is the Queen of Tech, um, which offers support for um women in business tech support then I often post my offers in there so for example my goals program I always do an early bird launch on that Um, so instead of £597 for the six weeks £397 so as soon as that goes out if you book during the the early bird you're getting 200 quid off so that's a really good offer Um, but one of the best things about being in there is you get a monthly tech clinic so if you're stuck with anything you just come on to zoom um on the day that i do it and if you've got something that, that's holding you back you just need answer or you need some advice about how do i set up my facebook profile or whatever you know we can we can go through that live on on zoom so yeah that's the best place and my group is where i'll be sharing sharing offers and and throwing out the occasional power hour to win and, and things like that so Yes, and I think I've already said I love your group. I really do. The interaction, the feeling, the energy in that group is brilliant. So I can't recommend it enough with that. Thank you. So all it leaves me to say is a massive, massive thank you for being my guest. I think the energy with this call this discussion I think has been brilliant and what I would ask I won't hold you to this straight away 
but I've had such a lovely discussion. Would you be interested in coming back and sharing some more of your knowledge at a future time? Oh, absolutely, 100%. It's been wonderful. Thank you. So definitely, it would be my honour. Thank you. Thank you. And to the listeners, mate, like I said, you've heard the some of the details that Sharon's got there that she said, but we will make sure all the descriptions are in the description to the podcast. All the links to everywhere that you can find Sharon will be there. And this lady is phenomenal. So I just can't say enough. Just make sure you connect with her. And for me to say thank you, Sharon, you, it has been wonderful having you as my guest. Lovely. Thank you so much for inviting me. I had a great time. Thank you, Pearl. Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.